Crescent City Retirement Group, LLC, is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi from Crescent City Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Anthony provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Keys with your host, Anthony Kinjemi. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Keys. I'm Anthony Kinjemi. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're really uh, looking forward to a, a really good show this morning. Tony, uh, we got our co-host with us today, Tony Shore. Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Anthony, thank you for having me on the show. And of course, we're doing the show remotely today. I'm recording from home. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a strange time, Anthony. And I'm glad we're doing a show today for the people out there, for our listeners. I know you have uh, some advice for them. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on and uh, you have a couple other topics you want to touch on today. But uh, Anthony, I think the biggest question people have out there is, where can I buy toilet paper? <laughs> I tell you, it's it's really unbelievable, Tony. I mean, you know, uh, of course, none of us have experienced anything like this. It's, it's all new. I mean, from the president and the uh, executive branch to uh, the Senate, to the house, to all the way down. I mean, to the regular folks like us, uh, business owners, uh, school kids, uh, parents, mothers trying to take care of their kids now and, and do these yeah. online classes. I mean, uh, businesses shutting down. It really is, uh, it's really is a, uh, an unbelievable, uh, situation we find ourselves in. But I really believe, Tony, there's a silver lining in all this, and we really are going to be the better for it, and we're going to come out stronger than we were before. I believe that wholeheartedly. Oh, I do too. I do too. And I, you're already seeing people helping others, helping their neighbors, um, you know, sharing supplies that others might be short on. And I think we're doing a a pretty good job of social distancing, following the rules, uh, getting by, and ho hopefully uh, the increase in cases of the coronavirus will uh, slow down and allow hospitals to catch up now. Um, I know that, you know, uh, Louisiana has been one of the hardest hit states uh, by the coronavirus in the United States. But, uh, you know, the government, uh, the governor, the people, uh, they're banding together, trying to do what they can. And I think that as long as we stick together, we're going to come out stronger. Absolutely, we will. As you say, people are helping each other. Uh, it, it's really uh, beautiful to see. Uh, and even our elected officials, uh, for the most part, look like they're coming together and passing some really incredible uh, stimulus packages for, for all of the people that are out of work, um, increased uh, uh, increased. Um, uh, income uh yeah. for their for, you know as they as they gravitate back into the workforce 
um, through unemployment benefits and those types of things. Small businesses, yeah, and are small get, business, yeah, small businesses are going to get a lot of support. So you know, as I say, I mean, this is a time where we can all just take a step back, uh, do some spring cleaning, if you will, uh, in your business, in your in your lives, and uh, and really and really kind of hone in on on areas that you can really improve upon. I think that there's going to be a lot of support and help out there, as we say, for with this stimulus package. And I think the markets, as we as we're recording this show, have already reacted very favorably to a lot a lot of what's being passed now uh, in in our government. So um, I think all in all, Tony, we will be the stronger for it. And um, we need to just, as you say, you know, do all the normal things that somebody can do, you know, uh, uh, good hygiene and and uh, social distancing and all of those things. And um, and we and, and then, of course, we walk by faith, Tony, and not by sight. So we need to just keep plowing ahead and uh, and doing the best we can each day. And we will come out on the other end of this, I believe, stronger than we than we uh, we we came into it. Right. I, I believe that as well. And uh, you also said today you want to talk about how people can weather these income peaks and valleys, right? Not everyone, Tony, has a steady income that stays the same month, stays the same month after month. If you're a small business owner, a salesperson who depends on commissions, or a freelancer who depends on uh, contract work, you're probably very aware of this. So how can people with some uh, income that fluctuates, make financial decisions that set them up for success, even if there's some uncertainty involved? That's a question that we're going to discuss today, Tony. Before we get in any further into the topic, though, let me... Uh, let me just say thank you so much for being here, Tony. You know, we oh, couldn't yeah. do the show without you. And, you know, uh, leaders lead. And even though you may be at home today recording the show, you've, you you haven't uh, missed a beat with the uh, information that you provide and and, um, and and just your support for the show. So we really appreciate you and, and being here with yeah. us this morning. Yeah, I say the same about you too, Anthony. And uh, this topic today sounds like it's perfect for right now for people, and it's right up my alley. And I don't know if you know this, Anthony, but uh, people in the radio industry typically don't make a ton of money, and they usually are freelancers or take on a lot of freelance work to help pay the bills. So this is an interesting topic. Absolutely. It really is. Um, people in the radio industry aren't alone, frankly, Tony. In fact, Freelance work is either a primary career uh, for a supplemental income is increasingly common. That's one of the things that people are referencing if you've heard them talking about the gig, G-I-G, gig economy. Well, yeah, and the gig economy, uh, that's a popular term right now because it really is a gig economy. A lot of people have multiple jobs or side gigs. I call them side hustles. Um, and, you know, people are using that term. I feel like it's one of those buzzwords that you hear a lot. Uh, so what does the gig economy represent to you, Anthony? Well, in my opinion, when people refer to the gig economy, they're acknowledging that there's a lot more temporary independent work that people can take on today. Uh, they aren't full-time jobs that come with benefits and set hours. I think 
ride share services like Uber and Lyft are what people often think of when they think of the gig economy. But to me, it can represent tr truly any job that's contracted and offers fewer benefits than the full-time job. Right. And so it seems like uh, that's interesting. Uh, the temporary aspect is one of the reasons why I think they call it gig, right? Exactly right. The gig economy certainly isn't new, but one of the things that I think is interesting about it is that it's calls attention to people who have fluctuating income. Income fluctuation is old as time, really, and that has always been one of the cons of entrepreneurship, I would say. Uh, today, though, it's not just entrepreneurs who can feel the sting of a fluctuating income. CNBC.com recently reported that uh, in this topic article they had, these tactics can smooth out your finances when you have unpredictable income. So they really, you know, th this gig economy and, and people uh, freelancing and, and especially with, with such an online presence that most companies have now and uh, being able, and frankly, with a lot of the, you know, the, 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 the digital uh, meetings that can be had through Skype or through Zoom. I mean, you could literally be an accountant for a, uh, for a firm. Uh, you could be in Louisiana and the firm could be in Missouri. I mean, today with, with, with Skype and with Zoom and, and being able to do these uh, online meetings and with email, obviously, and all these other uh, data sharing uh, tools that we have, we truly are moving into and have been. And now with this uh, with this coronavirus, frankly, I think it's it's causing um, a lot of businesses and, and, and people in general to start rethinking um, the opportunities that that pre present itself. Right. And uh, those opportunities are what we're looking for. Uh, but does that article say that unpredictable income is common? Well, the article points out that fewer than half of Americans can come up with $1,000 in an emergency. Oh. While that includes people who have all kinds of jobs, you can imagine the additional challenges that someone with unpredictable income might have with that. One month, you might have $10,000 in emergency savings, but if the work dries up and you don't close any more sales in that week that follow, you might not even be able to absorb a $500 emergency hit. Well, yeah, and I, I really think that uh, that's a problem, especially right now. It seems like maybe trying to build a dependable emergency fund is going to be something that can help people that have uncertain income. Absolutely right, Tony. There are a number of schools of thought in terms of how much money you should try to stash in such an emergency fund. But I tend to think that you should have at least three to six months of take-home income in yours. So whatever you normally net as far as take-home income, you should have a minimum of three to, I would say, six months of emergency money uh, set aside for this type of thing that we're experiencing today, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. But you just said earlier, though, that fewer than half Americans can come up with a thousand dollars in an emergency. 
And I assume that three months of take-home income has got to be significantly higher than that, right? Well, yes. Uh, good catch. It's even rare that people have three months' worth of income. And the CNBC article confirmed that 65% of families don't have that amount in their emergency funds. That doesn't mean that people should stop striving to save that much, though. Part of your personal financial plan should be to continue padding your emergency fund at every opportunity in order to build it up to the level uh, that's that's adequate. That can be hard for, for anyone, let alone someone with uncertain income. Let's say you're a salesperson who worked your tail off to have an amazing month. You don't want to just pay your bills and put the rest in an emergency fund. Sometimes that might be a smart decision, but you know, you want to, you know, reward yourself as well. So it's a balancing act. Well, yeah, I would assume it is. And, and that's a good point. Um, I think you'd at least want to treat yourself, though, to a nice dinner out or something, right? Well, absolutely, uh, Tony. You know, in addition to aiming to build up an emergency fund, it can be smart to provide yourself with attainable and reasonable rewards. I mean, you know, we're not machines. Uh, right. We, we, we want to work hard and uh, we want to do responsible things uh, like build up an emergency fund and put into our retirement plans and, and do those things. But we also, uh, you know, want to enjoy some of the things that we enjoy, whatever hobbies we may have or interests that we may have. So it is a balancing yeah. thing, Tony. Too much of any of it is not is not good. Right, right. Well, and I think uh, that's important. We might have to take a quick break, though. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell the audience before we take this break? Well, I'd like to just say that, you know, we're all in this together. Uh, there's none of us that are that are immune to any of this, not only in this country, but but even around the world. So we're all in this together and we're we're all uh, partners in this and friends in this. And this is really where, you know, the leaders, it will shine. And so if you find yourself and we're all leaders uh, to some degree, whether it be in our families or in our businesses or with our, uh, with our staff, or with our peers that we work with, people are looking to, to you uh, for, for guidance and leadership and a sense of calm and peace. And I think that's what we all really need to, to, to consider, that um, we are leaders in, 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 uh, in, in people's eyes that are within our, our, um, within our peer group. Uh, and in our families, of course. So I just want to thank you all for tuning in today. And uh, we, um, we, we can help here as it relates to investment planning, retirement planning. We know that uh, people have uh, been very uh, uh, concerned about their retirement accounts. And so I'd like to make this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi with Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering our three-step retirement planning process at no cost and a $100 gift card to the restaurant of your choice upon completion of the planning process. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171.
And welcome back to Retirement Keys with Anthony Kinjemi and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And Anthony, good show so far today. You're talking about what we can do to reduce the impact of these peaks and valleys of fluctuating income. And for a lot of people out there, the bulk of their income is uncertain. Like some small business people, uh, people who run their own companies, you're very familiar with that. Um, commission-heavy sales positions or freelancers, uh, and well, for others, maybe uh, a little supplemental income, a part-time rideshare driver, something like that. Um, but even if you feel like your income is fairly dependable, I think you'll find value in some of the, these tips we're discussing today. And before we move on, Anthony, I want to let our listeners know that during this time with the coronavirus, I know that you're uh, still willing to talk to people over the phone and meet with them virtually, correct? So our listeners can uh, give you a call and still set up those meetings uh, just virtually, right? Absolutely, Tony. You know, that that was, um, you know, we we're talking a little bit about that earlier in the show, but, um, you know, these, these virtual meetings, I mean, it's absolutely amazing, actually, the technology, but you can be sitting right there in your living room and turn your computer on we send you a link. You just click on the link and uh, you'll see, you know, we have a screen. You'll on your screen, you'll see uh, us and we'll see you and we'll be able to um, have a discussion about your retirement, your investments right there in front of your computer. So um, technology is, you know, obviously amazing and we do not have to be sitting face to face in a conference room. Now we certainly can because we're here, uh, but for people that would like a second opinion and they don't want to get out and they can't get out, we absolutely can just pipe right in to your, uh, to your computer screen to have a really good conversation about your plans, your retirement, your concerns, your objectives, and we can do a lot in just just in that meeting alone. Wow, that sounds great. Now, uh, I think it's been a great discussion so far, and earlier in the show you talked about the importance of an emergency fund. What else is important for us to navigate these peaks and valleys of income fluctuation? Well, the first tip, uh, and I love how this is uh, stated, is to know what it costs to be you. You you can't make important decisions about how to use your income if you don't know how much you need to get by. Uh, each of us have a unique number that uh, it costs to be uh, just be uh, month in and month out. That's how CNBC.com put it in a recent article they did on this topic. Uh, the name of the article was These Tactics Can Smooth Out Your Finances When You Have Unpredictable Income. But really just getting a handle, Tony, on what it costs uh, to run your family month in and month out. The, 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 the necessities, not the fluff, the necessities uh, to what it costs just to be you. And uh, that's, that's really where we start. Well, I think that's great. And that sounds like a, a great place for our listeners to start. Uh, very good, Anthony. And, and I would imagine uh, that it costs a lot more to be a movie star, let's say, than it costs to be a podcast co-host, right? <laughs> well, I know you're living a lavish lifestyle there, Tony, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but 
probably uh, you're probably right and that and that's why it's really important to look at what it costs to be you that's uh everything from your mortgage payments to your groceries to your monthly subscriptions to your gym memberships i mean it all adds up and that and that's what it costs to be you so so just taking a minute and, and taking some time and really um uh, outlining what it costs uh to to live your life month in and month out with some with the, the enjoyment too the the occasional yeah. dinners that you might take or um, the different uh, weekends you might uh, enjoy take uh, going out of town or whatever it might be but just getting a good some good framework there is a as gr- a yeah. great place to start right and so do you recommend people act on this information or is this strictly for awareness well a little of both tony sometimes it's just good to be aware of what you're paying for particular services so that you can determine if you're getting that value out uh, but when you look at the list of everything that it costs to be you, it's a perfect time to trim a little fat out of the budget. So, you know, we talked about some spring cleaning uh, earlier, you know, so maybe there's some things that really are wasteful or, or you're really not getting enjoyment out of. Uh, another idea is to link your bank account to your phone and get uh, notifications every time your card is charged. Uh, this not only is a smart move for fraud prevention, but it will make you acutely aware of the money that you're spending on a daily basis. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a good winning strategy, I think. We need to be aware of that. What's the next tip you have for us? Well, I think that it's real important. One, uh, next up is to uh, think about the percentages when you're putting money away for retirement. If you have a set dollar amount in your head that you're trying to put away, it can add a lot of strain on you during the month when you don't have as much money coming in. So instead of having a targeted amount, aim for a percentage of your income. Oh, okay. So well, that uh, that's interesting. So um, I think that's a good point. If I had it, in other words, if I had it set in my head that I wanted to put $1,000 toward retirement each month, and I only made $2,000 that particular month, my stress level would be off the charts. Exactly right. Mine too. So instead, let's say you decide you want to put away between 10 and 20% of your monthly income for retirement. At the end of the year, it all evens out to a responsible amount you put away. But you put away more when you make more and less when you make less. Another important thing that I think is good for everyone to keep in mind is this. You can always put less away for retirement if times get tight. You don't have to stay at the set percentage or amount each month. If you hit a rough patch, you can always reduce what you're putting in but not putting money away because you're worried about a potential rough patch in the future means you're missing out on growth potential. By putting money away today, that money can potentially grow and there's potential growth on that growth. Of course, nothing is certain when it comes to retirement income, but putting money away, and frankly, Tony, putting money away regularly in a percentage of your income. So again, the gig economy and freelancing, and maybe I have a better month this month and uh, next month's not as good. So you don't have to have a dollar amount every month that you say you're gonna put in, just a percentage.
percentage. If it's a 20% that you're going to put in every month and you make $1,000, then maybe you can put 200 in. Or if it's 2000 you made, maybe you can put 400 in to your retirement. Uh, and I would say the percentage that you put in every month, if it's 20%, maybe the whole 20% doesn't go into your retirement. Maybe 10% of that goes into your long-term retirement fund and 10% will go into your emergency fund while you're building that up. So the, the point there, Tony, is just to be consistent. And, um, and then little by little, you know, it's like the old uh, adage, you know, how, how did the ant eat the elephant? Of course, one bite at a time. So we're just, we're right. just taking it one little bite at a time, Tony. Yep. Yep. And I think that's good advice. And you know what? We're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Uh, that's a good note to end it on, though. Um, why don't you let our listeners know before we go what your phone number and web address is so they can get a hold of you to set up one of those virtual meetings. Please set up a virtual meeting with us. Uh, you can go to Crescent City Retirement Group dot com crescent city retirement dot com it's crescent city retirement dot com or call the office at 504-828-2171 we can set up that virtual meeting you don't have to leave your home we'll plug right into uh well you'll you'll we'll have all the information we can have a nice discussion about your retirement your investment strategy your your strategy for the market right now frankly this could be a very good opportunity uh for for folks out there and we have some really uh, you know, I think some very uh, good ideas and some unique ideas to uh, really take advantage of this market fluctuation. So please, if you're, you know, if you'd like to have a real cohesive plan going forward as it relates to your investment strategy and your retirement plan, give our office a call and take advantage of this special offer. You've been listening to our shows and advice on getting your finances in order and creating a retirement income plan that will last. Now is the time to take advantage of our special offer. This is Anthony Kinjemi of Crescent City Retirement Group, and we're now offering a complimentary gourmet dinner and retirement planning workshop, the five keys to a stress-free retirement. This is one workshop you won't want to miss. Call in the next 20 minutes for this no-cost offer. Seating is limited. Call Crescent City Retirement Group within the next 20 minutes at 504-828-2171. That number again is 504-828-2171. Thank you for listening to Retirement Keys. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Congemi at Crescent City Retirement Group. Call 504-828-2171 or visit the website at crescentcityretirement.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Anthony Kinjemi and Crescent City Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.